seven declarations of blessings upon your children and your children's children on this Mother's Day 2020. Take some notes, write this down right now. Number one, our children will not, whoo, our children will not inherit our sins. Our children will inherit our blessings. Let me repeat that. Our children will not inherit our sins. Our children will inherit our blessings. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. Acts 16.31. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the planet. The generation of the upright shall forevermore be blessed. Psalm 112. Isaiah 44 verse 3. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thy offspring. Our children will not inherit our sins. Our children will inherit our blessings. Repeat that out loud right there in your home, in your car, right there in one of our campuses, in one of our parking lots, wherever you're at right now. Repeat after me. My children will not inherit my sins. My children will inherit my blessings. Your children will not inherit your failures. Your children will inherit your faith. Your children will not inherit your mistakes. Your children will inherit your miracles. Isaiah is clear. I will pour out my spirit upon your seed, and my blessing will be upon your offspring. These are the promises of God. Number two, our children will inherit what we possess in our generation. God conquers. We possess our children inherit. John 16, 33. Be courageous. I've already conquered the world. The apostle Paul writing in the book of Romans, the eighth chapter, we are more than conquerors. Numbers 33, 53. Here's the word of the Lord. Take possession of the land because I already gave it to you to occupy. God conquers. We possess our children inherit. Stop trying to conquer God, something God already conquered for you. Stop trying to redo the cross. He did it once and for all. Stop trying to play God. You are not God. He already conquered. That's why we are more than conquerors. God conquers. We possess. Our children inherit. Proverbs 13 says, a good person, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children and his children's children. In the name of Jesus. You're going to leave an inheritance. You're going to leave an inheritance behind. It will be an inheritance of a spiritual legacy, of a mantle, of a commitment to the centrality of Christ, where your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will walk in the ways of the Lord. They're going to, they're going to receive that inheritance and transfer it over to the next generation. So I'm done with this. I'm done with the obsession of generational curses. I am done with the idea that we inherit only the negative predispositions from our parents and our forefathers and foremothers. No, we're done with that. My grandfather was a drug addict or an alcoholic. My great-grandfather was an adulterer and philander. Therefore, it's part of our culture and of our your cultural or even our genetic DNA. Matter of fact, whatever infirmity it may be, whatever sickness, we're done with that. Jesus broke the curse. Unleash the blessing. So your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will not inherit brokenness, will not inherit generational poverty 
Well, matter of fact, I have the audacity through Scripture, by faith in Christ, to declare that your children and your children's children will not inherit certain sicknesses and diseases because he took care of that. 1 Peter 2.24 on the cross. Your children will inherit the blessings. Your children will inherit the promises of God. That's what Scripture promises me. If you believe that right now on the wall, say amen. Be it Facebook, be it Instagram, be it YouTube, whatever it may be, say amen. Number three, our children will never live in what God took us out of. Repeat after me. My children will never live in the area in what God took me out of. What Remember in Exodus 14? When the promise of God, the Egyptians you see today, you will see no more forever. Joshua 4, 6, Joshua 5, 9, I have taken away the reproach of Egypt. You're never going back to that place. You're, no, you're never going to be slaves in Egypt ever again. When God says it is finished, it is finished. Your children will never live in your past. Let me repeat that. Your children will never live in your past. What did God take you out of? If God took you out of depression, anxiety, fear, sin, bondage, sinfulness, confusion, your children will never live in that old address. In the name of Jesus, your children will never live in what God took you out of. Repeat after me. My children will never occupy, will never inhabit, will never live in what God took me out of. Which means using Egypt as a biblical metaphor, your children will never be slaves in Egypt. Never, I'm going to say it again. Your children will never make bricks without straw. Your children will never be under the totalitarian rule of Pharaoh. Your children will never be enslaved by sin, by bondage, by addiction, by ideas. Never, never, never. Your children are free. Your children forevermore will be free. And as they come to the full acknowledgement of the lordship and the saving grace of Christ, your children will go not from problem to problem and issue to issue or drama to drama. Your children and your children's children will go from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. One more time, repeat after me. My children will never live in what God took me out of. Number four. Our children will walk upon the ruins of what we bring down in our generation. Our wall will be our children's bridge. Isaiah 49, 25. For I will contend, I will fight with those who contend with you. And I will take care of saving your children. That's the promise of God. Which means what? Whatever is in front of you, God will place beneath you. Whatever is in front of you, God will place beneath you. And your children will one day walk on top of it as they pursue their God-ordained destiny. Your wall becomes your children's bridge. God is dealing with in your generation, in my generation. That's why it's important that we confront the stuff in our generation that we have to confront. So our children will not need to confront it. The giants that you bring down in your generation will be the bridge that your children will utilize to step into their God-ordained purposes. Receive this word. Number five, our children will never have to beg and will never be forsaken. Let me repeat that. Our children will never have to beg and will never be forsaken. 
Psalm 37, verse 25. Once I was young, and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. Let me tell you what, what the message version says. I was once young, now I am gray beard. Not once have I seen an abandoned believer or their kids roaming out in the streets. For every day, he's out giving and lending. And his children, every day, make him proud. I'm here to tell you that your children will never have to do this. When you follow Jesus, when Christ is the Lord of your life, there is a promise. I'm just a pizza delivery guy. I don't make the pizza. I'm just delivering the word of God with and through and in the spirit of God. But I want you to hear me. Your children will never have to do this. You're never going to see your children do this, but you will see your children do this. You will see your children worshiping, surrendering all to Jesus and worshiping him in spirit and in truth. You will never see your children do this, but you will see your children do this. Lift up those that are around them, those that are broken and hurting, lifting them up, taking them out of their pits in the name of Jesus. Because the Bible says, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. No, their seed, their children begging for bread. And I love that part in the message part. It says, his children, the 26th verse, making him proud. Let me flip the script on you. I don't know. Mom, dad, especially you, mom, on Mother's Day, your children will make you proud. Pastor Sam, but right now, they're not even serving God. There's nothing right. You need to trust me right now that as we're speaking, there is someone called the Holy Spirit who is touching the hearts of our children and our children's children to such a degree that even prodigal sons and daughters will come back home. I need you to believe with me the promise of the book of Acts, the 16th verse that we read. Your entire household, all of your children will be saved. Believe with me right now. Believe with me that your children will make you proud. This is the season where your children will make you proud. Number six, as we wrap up, our children will be instructed by the Lord himself and great will be their peace. What? Isaiah 54, 13, verbatim, all your children will be taught by the Lord and great will be their peace. Who? The Lord makes a promise. If you pursue me, if you seek my face, if you make me first in your life, I will take care of your children. If you make God the center of your life, if you make Jesus the center of your existence. There is a biblical promise that through the redemptive work of Christ, according to Paul in the book of Galatians, the extension of the promises of the Old Testament are ours now through Christ our Lord. Galatians chapter 3. Those promises made to Abraham 3.14 are now yours, my promises. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lord himself will instruct our children. The Lord himself will take care of teaching our children the Lord himself will be in the process, not only of teaching them, if we instruct our children in the ways of the Lord, when they get older, they will not depart from those ways. Those teachings, these values that are Christ-centered and Bible-based, hear me carefully, he says, and I give them peace. There's a promise from heaven of God, not only are children receiving peace, our children living in peace. Shalom. Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. 
your children, my children living in peace, even in a world that's falling apart, even in a world full of a pandemic, even in a world saturated with ideas that run counter to the will and the way and the purpose of God, even in a world full of darkness and disease, of storms, of furnaces, God says, I will give your children and your children's children peace. Peace. And once again, we unleash by faith through Christ that peace for you and your children. Hey, mom, receive the peace of God right now in your home, in your mind, in your soul, and in your spirit. Receive the peace of God, the peace of God that passes all understanding, the peace of God that the world cannot define and the world cannot explain. That makes zero sense, but it's that peace. Receive that and receive that for your children and your children's children. And the final promise, here it is. Our children are filled with divine purpose, a purpose that hell cannot stop. Let me read to you Psalm 139. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Your womb, mom, your womb is a sacred trust. It is the facilitative platform from which the destiny and the purpose of God stand unleashed. You're not just anything. You're not just a group of cells gathered together in a physiological reality that somehow government needs to affirm to validate you. You are a sacred trust. You, mother, are special. I wouldn't be here right now if not for the prayers of a grandmother who so helped me. I remember my grandmother praying for her 86, 86 grandkids. No Netflix, no Roku, no Amazon Prime. 86 grandkids. And she would pray, so help me, by name, one by one. I wouldn't be here if not for the prayers of a mother that sustains me to this very hour. There are moments that I'm fighting the darkness of the pressures of this world. And I know my mama prays for me because that woman sends me texts all the time. I'm praying for you, son. Speaking a word of the Lord, unleashing the promises of God. Some of them I just outlined right here. I'm here because of a praying mom. So to every mom who has the audacity to believe that her womb is a sacred trust, not just for the physical mom, but for the spiritual moms, I want you to hear me. You are blessed. There is a special blessing for the woman that overcomes, a special blessing for the mom that survives a storm, a special blessing not just for the mom that wakes up at, at the wee hours of the morning and in constantly to feed the babies, but the same mom that wakes up when that baby is now a teenager and an adult, praying and interceding and sometimes weeping for her children. The psalmist said, my mother's womb, he said, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day passed. And all began in that womb, in that womb, in that womb, in that womb. 
So mother, hear me carefully. You, you, you are an instrument of grace and a conduit of glory. You are not just anything. You are blessed. And we are grateful for every single mom, for every single dad, of course, but today we're focusing on moms. And I want you to hear me. I am praying that God answer all of your prayers, that you receive all of these blessings for your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. Receive that right now in the name of Jesus. Hear me carefully. Your, your children will bring smiles, joy to your life, make you proud. They will inherit not your sins, but your blessings. They will do greater things. But listen, Joe chapter 1 verse 3 says, how do we get this all? How do we realize all of these promises? Tell your children about them. And let your children tell their children and their children the next generation. We have to open up our mouths and share with our children the promises of God. The reality of salvation, deliverance, and healing found exclusively in the person of Jesus. Tell your children about the cross, about the empty tomb, about the upper room. Tell them. And don't just tell them, show them. So don't just tell them that Jesus saves. Show them what a saved life looks like. Don't just tell them that Jesus delivers. Show them what a free woman and a free man looks like. And don't just tell them to pray. Show them how to pray. Show them how to cast out mountains and rebuke devils and demons. Show them what it is to overcome storms, to come out of the fiery furnace with bondages no longer on you. Show them what you do when a giant stands before you. Show them to pray down fire from heaven and then have the audacity to say, here comes the rain. Show them, don't just tell them. Heavenly Father, bless every mother today on Mother's Day. Every father, every family, every home, every circumstance, every single person interacting, watching us right now as we stream around the world. Right now, bless every single family like never before. Let this Mother's Day be a Mother's Day of breakthrough where salvation, deliverance, and healing take place. Lord, we fully embrace these seven promises outlined, biblically substantiated in your word. We unleash them. We decree, we declare, we establish, we release them upon our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. We do it right now in the name of Jesus by the authority of the Word of God and the Spirit of God right now. And if you've never received everything Jesus did for us on the cross, salvation, deliverance, and healing, open up your mouth and repeat after me. Heavenly Father, please forgive me. I am a sinner. I need the saving grace of Jesus. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I confess with my mouth and my heart that Christ is Lord, that he died to forgive me and resurrected to give me eternal life. I receive your forgiveness, your eternal life, your new life, and your abundant life by faith through Christ in Jesus' name. Hey, we love you. We bless you. If it's the first time you made that prayer, DM me right now on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and we will send you a free copy of a book that will help you in your first steps as you grow in the fullness of God's purpose for your life. We love you. We encourage you to join us this Wednesday, our midweek Bible study, and then next Sunday as we go from glory to glory. We're getting ready to 
physically we're coming back together June 7th in our campuses. You'll be hearing more information as we come back together as a church with all CDC recommendations in place. Y'all don't want to miss it. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of God's Spirit make this week the best week of